Welcome to Truth Well Spoken, the official podcast for McCann Health and an opportunity to connect across disciplines, companies, and countries in our mutual pursuit of endless truth-seeking. I'm your host, Samantha Wells, and for episode 14, we are talking about life as a hybrid. Recently, members of our strategy group hosted a panel to discuss how hybrid agency roles can help solve the problems that we face every day. And because it was such a compelling and interesting discussion, we want to share it with our truth well-spoken audience. So Rashawn Ranama, SVP of Commercial and Public Health Strategy at McCann Health, led this discussion, and she is joined by Kristen Froelich, Cassidy Cardone, Alex Davis, Stephanie McGonigal, and Rodney Sexton. Now here's that panel discussion. All right, let's let's pivot to a completely different topic of conversation. Uh, speaking about life as a hybrid. So but let's let's start the conversation here. A few years ago, there was a program called Moonshot that was led by McCann Health's GLT at the time, John, Hillary, Matt, Don, et cetera. And a few of us were invited to participate. And it was basically an internal pitch. And the question at hand was, now this is pre-pandemic, if you think about the healthcare environment 10 years out and kind of do a little bit of futurescaping, what does that look like? And then in response, what does our company need to do uh, to prepare in terms of our structure, offer, and people? That was the question. And one of the recommendations I had put forward rather bluntly was to rearrange the McCann Health Network configuration so that we are structured by the interdisciplinary problems that we're going to be solving for in the future and almost to have an architect role that curates a team based on what the needs are rather than where people sit uh, within the organization. So fast forward a few years and Rodney, as our visionary leader, he enables us to do exactly just that by curating, by designing our hybrid roles, not only to serve the more complex needs of our clients, but also to satiate this really deep sense of personal curiosity um, and interdisciplinary problem solving that we have. And uh, welcome to our roundtable conversation. I'm Roshan. Uh, I have a hybrid role personally, sitting half at McCann Health New Jersey, out of San Francisco, and then I lead up the strategy department over at McCann Global Health. I am pleased to welcome today's panelist, who uh, is Kristen Froelich. She is a strategist with hybrid role at McCann Health New Jersey and McCann Global Strategy, so that's Hillary's team. Uh, also joined uh, uh, is Cassidy Cardone, who has a hybrid role at McCann Health New Jersey and McCann Global Health, so same setup as myself. And then Alex Davis, who has a hybrid role within McCann Health New Jersey, but kind of straddles two different disciplines between brand and experience strategy. And so you're gonna hear hearing a little bit in terms of the experiences and the genesis of these particular hybrid roles. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a panel in the sense of we'll toss out a few individual questions for a minute or two, and then we're going to do rapid, quick fire questions um, uh, for five seconds. So let's start with you, Kristen. Uh, can you share with us? So you started out your journey at MHNJ. Tell us what inspired you earlier this year to transition into a hybrid role within the global strategy team. So one of my own personal philosophies is that we're really put on this planet and everything we do should be helping and benefit others. And one of the best aspects of being in this hybrid role is that I'm able to help others, specifically the global global strategy community, by really helping provide us with tools and trainings and being able to listen to what we need 
at a McCann Health New Jersey level and helping to apply that globally for all of our entire community. So I play a really big role in our experience and experience modules coming up that we have a guest panelist, Alex Davis, hosting one on the 22nd. So shout out for you, Alex, and the all shots that will be coming up soon. So there's a lot that I do, and that's really a great way to help give back to our global community and help provide resources for everyone. It's almost like you have this bi-directional setup between our kind of anchor agency of MHNJ and then with the global and being a really valuable and important resource um, to both. So that's that's really important um, for sure. Fantastic. Cassidy, over to you. So you have a really interesting mix um, and, and setup with your focus primarily of rare disease over at MHNJ and then over on infectious disease at Global Health. Uh, so you have kind of like really broad spectrum of disease from non-communicable to um, infectious that you're covering. Tell us about your hybrid role and how it facilitates your passion for prioritizing the human experience in healthcare. Yeah, thanks, Rashawn. So I think um, I, I kind of got my started at McCann Health as at the, at the agency in the patient engagement group, which was very hyper focused on customer and and the end goal and where you know every um, brand's really what what it really is there to support. Um, and I think that kind of really set the stage for me to just really be focused on customer, the human experience, and while rare disease and infectious disease seem very opposite, I think we're all focused on really having to understand that customer's problem. Um, they're very different problems in many ways, but um, it all really comes back to trying to understand what what unique challenges they're facing, what's preventing them from caring about the space, from understanding the space. Um, and it's very different, but I think, you know, oftentimes we we kind of find our areas of expertise and sometimes get a little niched into there. So trying to like do almost the opposite with the brands I focus on has kind of allowed me to look at things from a different lens. Yeah, let me probe a little bit further on that because you and I work very closely together at this kind of intersection of commercial and public health. I'm curious in terms of how much you've leveraged some of that public health discipline um, or infectious disease focus where applicable and brought to commercial clients and vice versa. Yeah, I think it's um, it's made me take a little bit more of a holistic approach when looking at some of the rare disease brands. So um, looking for areas that may not be considered, you know, public health or infectious disease, but seeing how we can um, take that approach of looking at, you know, the whole patient um, in terms of like their journey and, you know, trying to understand from a broad scale and that person as a consumer and, and what are they facing? What are the challenges beyond just the very niche rare disease problems that they're facing? Um, and then I think on, on the flip side of that, you know, what what's interesting about rare disease is we're, we're very niched with kind of um, the types of communications we can offer to patients and the way that we interact with them. So I think working in infectious disease kind of um, opens up some of those opportunities and working with consumers rather than um, patients or specialists has kind of expanded the way I think about that for the infectious disease side. So similar to Kristen, but just with a different um, focus area, it's almost like you're able through the hybrid role to have this bi-directional cross-pollination that's going on between the different disciplines that you're straddling and pulling in the learnings to further push our clients, quite frankly, to think about things in a different way and to challenge uh, some status quo. Excellent. All right, let's move over to Alex. So Alex, you have attributed your education over at Waldorf uh, to how you ended up being a hybrid strategist and this kind of propensity for 
problem solving in a multi-dimensional way. Tell us a little bit more about how your background has informed the curation of your current uh, hybrid roles as a uh, strategist. Sure. So Waldorf, has anyone heard of that <laughs> education? I'm not sure. It's a, it's basically a hippie education um, that started by Rudolf Steiner and after World War II, um, when he was given an opportunity to educate people who worked in his mine. And the first thing he said was, I'm going to start a history lesson about World War II. And they thought, why would you do that? And he says, because it's recent and we just experienced it. And I got to go to Wald uh, Rudolf Steiner in New York um, as a high schooler. So I, I wasn't kind of indoctrinated into this, this learning system. And I remember when I was there, there were all these courses that I had to take that just made no sense to me. One of them was knitting. I mean, why do I need to know how to knit? I, I'm not like planning to just like give it all up and start crocheting and stuff. And, and it was because it was because the philosophy of the school was that we learn by doing and we learned by trying things that we would have never tried, uh, left our own devices. And what I think when you asked me to sort of prep for this, that led me to become a hybrid across brand and experience is that I'm now drawn to the areas I know least the least about. So for instance, I was terrible at math in high school. I, I had to retake tests all the time because I failed geometry. I just am bad with numbers, but I chose a role where I would do nothing more than lean into the data and lean into the math. When I actually have to understand how to process an indice, I know the basics of it, but I call my dad and I, I basically leaned into all the areas in my job that I was the most ill-equipped for. And I think that's what really led me to become a hybrid. I love that in terms of just how that kind of more formal training or background, if you will, ultimately ended up uh, inspiring you to go after those pieces that felt a little bit more elusive. And in this case, it sounds like it was math and numbers and data. It was definitely math and numbers. <laughs> uh, and, and also this kind of interesting interplay of you know, the importance of specialization, but also the importance of being interdisciplinary. So both vertical and horizontal and having skill sets, because while specialization is very important, it's also really key to kind of step out macro and see the bigger picture of how you'd connect different dots and how we kind of problem solving in a holistic way. Uh, fantastic. All right. Very good. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and throw out a couple of, of uh, uh, quick fire questions here. I'm uh, stealing from if anyone listens to Brene Brown whenever she closes out a podcast. She always does this. So I'm going to use her style. Uh, so curiosity to me is. Cassidy, let's start with you. Uh, for me, I think it's being trying to be excited or kind of like finding excitement and what's uncomfortable. I think really similar to what you were just mentioning, Alex, just getting excited to do something that you're not good at or that you don't know anything about. <laughs> Okay, fantastic. Curiosity to me is, Kristen. I think curiosity to me is imperative to success. I think even if we are or not in a hybrid ro role, we're naturally curious. And I feel that we should always keep asking why, keep asking why this way that we do things. And I think by keep pushing and asking why and figuring out more, we're going to lead, in a, lead to a better conclusion and outcome than we would have originally. 
growth mindset. There we go. We're, we're connecting the dots now across and, uh, the, the, the meeting set thus far today. Alex, curiosity to me is. Well, curiosity to me is when you see all the fish swimming one way, why aren't they going the other way? And really looking at that other avenue and deciphering if it's truly not worth exploring or if it's an opportunity to really change the game. I love that. Love that. All right. Uh, what I find most rewarding about a hybrid role is, let's start with you, Alex, this time. I find it most rewarding because it's undefined. Mm, so you're comfortable with the ambiguity. You embrace the ambiguity. Okay, good. Uh, what I find most, most rewarding, Kristen, about a hybrid role. Kind of similar to what all Liz was talking about with the growth mindset is that I'm finally able to get comfortable with saying, I don't know how to do this, but I want to learn how. And really being able that by being in two separate roles, even though it's a hybrid, you're still learning so many new things that you haven't previously touched. So really getting comfortable with understanding what you do know, what you don't know, and wanting to learn and grow. Okay. And then last but not least, Cassidy, uh, what's most rewarding about hybrid role is? I think that it's exposed me to new ways of working and also new problems to solve. So um, working at both the large New Jersey network and then the small McCann Global Health Network has definitely um, opened my eyes to just the, the different dynamics at agencies within our network. So yes, it's all very rewarding. Now let's be real, there's some challenges as well. So let's let's talk about talk about that for a second. So let's flip it on its head. What's challenging to me in a hybrid role is, Cassidy, let's start with you. Yeah, I think um, at least my role at McCann Global Health, which I just mentioned is a much smaller agency, I think having to flex my role a lot more and be almost a hybrid within that agency. So kind of taking on more of the um, role of other departments, um, kind of playing more of an engagement role as well has been a challenge, but again, one of those challenges and rewards. What, what's most challenging is, Kristen? Um, for me, I think it's prioritization because there's so many different tap priorities that both hybrid role, hybrid and roles want you to do, and it's understanding when it, how exactly that comes first. And since I am the newest of the hybrid roles between the four of us, it's something a little challenging, but working every day to tackle. As our uh, fellow hybrid alum, Stephanie, I'm going to put you on the spot here for a second. You one time told me the words of wisdom of let's be real, a hybrid role is not 50-50 split. It is more like 200%. So as long as you're comfortable with that setup, uh, that, that gets us there. Stephanie, might come back to you for a second in terms of your perspective, too, if you're okay with that. Um, Alex, what's challenging about hybrid role? I think the same thing that's rewarding about it, it's undefined. It's really hard to explain or operationalize to a person how an individual thinks. Yeah, absolutely. It's a kind of, it's like cut, cuts both ways, right? Exactly. All right, last question. Uh, what I want my fellow strategy community to know about a hybrid role is, so for everyone who's listening, uh, what do you want them to know? Uh, let's start with you, Kristen. Um, I think the hybrid roles don't apply to brand strategists. It's just very ironic that the four people on this panel are brand strategists. Um, I just want to make that very clear that if you have this natural curiosity for something, go discover it. Why are the fish swimming one way or the other way? So Excellent. I think that's really Very well said. Uh, Alex, over to you. 
Well, considering I want to recruit more of me, I'm going to give advice on how you become this or even consider it. And my advice is to do some self-searching, find the thing that terrifies you the most about being exposed and go find someone who's an expert at it and ask them to teach you everything they know. Wonderful. And last but not least, Cassidy, you want your fellow strategy community to know what about hybrid roles? Yeah, I think um, looking for those areas that have sparked interest or unknown in your work and, you know, seeking opportunity, kind of reaching out to the leaders here. I will say that everyone here has been very supportive of exploring interests and stuff. So there's there's a lot of um, great leadership here that's willing to support it. Absolutely. And kind of takes me back to where I started. This really would not have been possible without Rodney kind of enabling us to do so, because uh, certainly it takes a visionary leader to do that. Uh, Stephanie, let me pull you back in for a second. We're just kind of going ad hoc here, but would love to see if there's any words of wisdoms you can impart on, on us and their broader team in terms of your hybrid experience. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I love this. Um, I think for me, what was so interesting, so yes, you've got to have the passion to want to nerd out on different things and pull all the puzzle pieces together. Um, but the other thing that I love about it is that the way, you know, our network is set up and the way, Rodney, you've kind of set expectations is that it doesn't have to be forever, right? A hybrid role can be an evolving thing. Um, certainly, I did the global role for a while. Maybe, I, I don't know, Diane, maybe I want to nerd out on behavior change next and come over with you. I'm not sure. Um, but I, I do think it's an opportunity to really diversify yourself and also just to learn how to exercise boundaries and try to figure out the right way to make it work. Because it, it can work, and all of you guys are powerhouses. Um, so, so much respect. But yes, I think the, the beauty of it is that it's an opportunity to be curious and it doesn't have to be forever. Um, and you can continue to evolve what interests you and what you find, um, you know, rewarding over time. So that's that's the beauty of it. Excellent. So much respect right back at you because uh, you, you held down the fourth there with the hybrid role for quite some time <laughs> as well. Um, all right. Well, fantastic. I know we could go on and on talking about this, but we're tight on time. So thank you to all my fellow panelists. And if anyone has any questions about hybrid role and how to go about you know, curating one or or the further into our experiences, we're all here for you if you uh, wanted to reach out to us. Thank Rashaun, you very much. Yeah, I have a question. What is curiosity? Somehow I knew that was going to happen. It is, to me, looking beyond what's immediately right in front of you and having the discipline to continuously pursue looking uh, for the next and the next and the next angle um, and pressure testing and red teaming and and looking for that. So not just what's the like the four walls right in front of you, but what, what goes beyond that. Um, that's what curiosity is to me. Amazing. Thank you all. I mean, it was really um, so, so proud to have all of you doing your your hybrid stuff. Um, every day, and I know that you do it because it, um, while it may feel like double the work, it feels like even more than double the passion. Um, so thank you for, for what you bring to it, to us, and um, to the whole network. Thank you. thank you. That's all we've got for today. You can subscribe to Truth Well Spoken on your podcast network of choice, and let us know what you'd like to hear on a future episode by emailing podcast at mccannhealth.com. Our podcast producers are Jennifer Rivera, Abby Daly, Cassidy Cardone, and Andy Fontana. Until next time, 
I'm Samantha Wells, and this has been Truth Well Spoken.